I recommend it actually. It's a lot of like, you know, like kind of odd pop punk um, rock stuff. He, he has some good tracks with Halsey that's definitely more like rock related. Um, and then out of nowhere, he came out with this like industrial dark rap with Corpse. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm down. Whatever. All right. Especially because the song literally starts with like, or the video is just uh, Machine Gun Kelly walking through a parking lot. It sees a guy and then he punches him in the face because the first opening line is punch that motherfucker in the face. <laughs> you heard what he said, right? Beat his ass, leave him at the stoplight. <laughs> it's so damn literal. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's great. Okay. But yeah, the the whole shtick of what Sam was saying was that, uh, you know, because Corpse Husband is like very, um, you know, his anxiety doesn't want to like reveal his identity and all that stuff. Um, Machine Gun Kelly asked him, you know, he's like, can you, like, have a verse? You know, we need something for your verse, because otherwise the music video is too short. And um, I guess he asked if Valkyrie could come on and do it. So Valkyrie is in the music video as Corpse Husband, like, lip-syncing to his stuff. Um, and she, they did a pretty good job of making her look evil. Especially because she had to go do a, uh, to a sex shop to find, like, an all-body leather uh, catsuit. <laughs> and uh, her vlog about it is pretty funny. So. It's... It, 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 it's it's good it's it's good stuff it'll it'll it'll, it'll wake you up <laughs> yeah punch that motherfucker in the face <laughs> all right oh we're recording yeah we were recording already <laughs> we're recording right. i've got tendonitis in my hand we're good okay <clears throat> me, 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 me. You, welcome. You, 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 you welcome to you know the drill with That's sam and Russ. <laughs> okay all right all right all right take two take two and hello everybody welcome to this week's edition of you know the drill with your hosts sam and rots and okay i like i like it worse but uh yeah let's go with it like you said the all right, all right, was take, that? Three. take three take three <laughs> hey kids no <laughs> hey, fellow take, kids. take four yeah so, so bitches Steve Buscemi with the the skateboard. <laughs> Hello, fellow kids. Um. All right. Hey, it's you know the drill with Sam and Rutz. How's that? Yeah, they're good. I'm okay. With and that. and today we've got a special guest. You re- yeah, may remember him. Special. Uh he's yeah. He, okay, guest. We got a guest. Uh, <laughs> wow, I got demoted in a sentence. That's terrible. <laughs> you wow. know him. You may love him. We love him. Uh, it's Jeff Roth. Hi guys, how's it been? Long time no see. Or here. Yeah, it's only or been here. like 30 episodes. Yeah. yeah. So now that I'm back, you're guaranteed a great episode. So you're welcome. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not so sure about that, because this is a uh, quote-unquote Sam-produced episode, so we'll see how that goes. Well, yeah, we're scared. terrible at these. So fellas, oh, why am I here? Why am I here? Besides being your friend, why am I here? Uh, I don't. I know. mean, you're like our, you're like our video game esque reporter on the ground. Even though I guess technically Sam is more in that role now, but anytime there's a video game related, you know, thing we want to talk about, we got to bring Jeff on. Yeah, and even though like technically I may be Jeff is more, like probably better at it than I am anyway. Like I, I <laughs> has a, a stronger ear to the ground than I do. Yes, all all day my head is on the ground listening to the That's it. Yeah, that's what he does. And the industry trembling beneath my feet. Oh, I've held something. What's that? 
Oh, I, oh, oh. Uh, the Mortal Kombat movie's coming out on Friday? Oh. Oh, wait. What, what's this now? What's this? Mortal Kombat 12 is coming out? No, it's not coming out. I was going to say, I was born to that stick already. <laughs> no. Uh, re- reports is that, uh, of course, you know, they just did MK11. So, okay, the reason why I'm here is the Mortal Kombat movie. So we're talking to MK a lot today. Yeah, um, yeah, we are. So, so reports coming out is that the the next what I'm hearing is that the next game, obviously they just had MK11, so MK12 is still you know down the pipes. But from what I'm hearing, the next game will not be Injustice Three. I don't, I don't know what it will be, but I what I'm being told, what I've heard on on the grapevine is that uh, from Ed not be, Yes, he, he told me himself. We're good friends. Um, no, is that what, what I'm hearing is that it's not Injustice 3. I mean, like, Injustice 2 was pretty solid. Yeah. So I think I'd, that's a fine end to that, you know, particular product we're, line. From, you we're think at, they would just... We're, we're at that time where it's time for a weird game. Because every every three or four games, MK gets weird. So, you know, we had one through three, and then four was the first kind of pseudo 3d game mm-hmm. then we had five six seven which were all the 3d Ooh, games then we had then we had mk versus dc as the eighth yeah game. yeah so they got now mortal we're at kombat. 9 10 11 mortal kombat is like it's it's got its trilogies yeah each trilogy is its own sort of thing that's going on so yeah that's so an interesting so point so 11 ends this trilogy and spoiler if you haven't played the story mode we're left at a really great place for a complete franchise reboot. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, Not gonna lie, I know. I know we've like experienced this particular story before, but I would be so down for a Dishonored-inspired MK game where you play a scorpion hunting down the Lin Kuei. So, what? What I would because there was that game Fire and Ice which was the Scorpion Sub-Zero game. It's sort of like what we got with Shaolin Monks, with Liu Kang and, uh, and Kung Lao. Wait, when so, Fire so and Ice? MK, what? So Fire and Ice was supposed to have... It got canceled. Oh, it got canceled. Okay. It was supposed to come out, I want to say, the mid-2000s. And there there was actual gameplay where you saw Scorpion, like, swinging a la Spider-Man, like, using his his spear as, like, as a web. So I would Super love... Goofy if they would go back to revisit a fire and ice style game coming up next. But uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, they're going to, they're going to put MK on pause for a bit and, and try a, a different game out, which with, with, you know, with Midway's history of, of fighting games that they could use. What if it was primal rage? I don't know. That would be dope. Mm, I have, I have fond memories of that fighting franchise. Actually. That have you guys, is, that game is bad, but it would be great now. Now, have you guys sure, played sure. Um, Shaolin Monks? Yes. Okay, have you played it all the way through and unlocked the Sub-Zero and Scorpion mode? Yes, it, it has been years, but yeah. That mode, for anybody who's listening and who hasn't, that mode is so wacky and broken. Like, not broken in terms of mechanically it's fine, but just story-wise, because it's it's hilarious. They gave They gave no shits about making this this mode unique at all they just slapped skins on Liu kang and kung lao so they're they're still same voices they're still talking to each other referring to each other as oh hey what's up Liu kang what's up 
Kung Lao, but there's Sub-Zero and Scorpion. And there's even a scene where Liu Kang and Kung Lao meet Sub-Zero and Scorpion. So that scene is just Sub-Zero and Scorpion meets Sub-Zero and Scorpion. It's great. That, that game... I, I, have, uh, I, have a weird, I have a weird history with uh, the MK franchise, so um, that's why leading into today's actual topic, um, I was the probably the least excited out of the three of us to uh, watch the movie, and I only did it for the sake of this podcast. <laughs> So I yeah, was... that, that's, that's a big reason why I'm here is that Mortal Kombat is my favorite fighting game franchise, period. Like, I, Yeah, same. Well, I, I'm not going to say that they're the best games out there. I'm just saying that I love it the most because yeah, Tekken of... Tekken is better. Tekken because is better. Te- Tekken 7 is better. Okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> well, I like, I like Smash Brothers better, but at the same time, that's debatable. So I'm going to say Mortal Kombat. But yeah, go ahead. But yeah, and the the games aren't all great. Those those 3D games were lacking that Mortal Kombat flair for me. They were still okay, but like, uh, yeah. Um, there's been some real low points in the MK franchise, but it's the lore, it's the characters mm-hmm. that I fell in love with. Yeah, and the movie came out. I was freaking the hell out because I I wanted a good Mortal Kombat movie. Since Annihilation was so terrible. There's your fault first. (laughs) For watching a good MK movie? 1995's Mortal Kombat is not, it's not bad at all. I mean, it's We'll talk talk about that OG one for sure, but we needed something better than Annihilation, which is a steaming pile of crap. It's awful. Yeah, I'll give you that. (laughs) But that's, um, yeah, I'm a huge MK fan, so. That's that's why you guys had me on to discuss the new movie, which came out last last week, two weeks ago, last week. Yeah, la- uh, as of recording, it's last week. I forget what day it is now. It's, it's this whole being at home thing is freaking me out. But <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I I watched it. I watched it day one HBO Max, and we're here to uh, spoiler alert people. Spoiler cast. We're going to talk yeah, about the movie. Spoiler, we're going to spoil it. Spoilers. So am I the only? Am I the only chump who paid to see it? No, I think. Uh, oh, you mean in theaters? Yeah, uh, yeah. Because I ended up, I was going to, um, but yesterday was just so damn packed full of like you know modern neon daily offerings that I'm just like, okay, I got an HBO Max it and put it on my tablet and like kind of half watch it while I was working. <laughs> and then I will, and I will say that like halfway through the movie, I actually paused it and I'm like, okay, hold on, I'm actually going to watch this. So <laughs> you know progress I it, guess. it caught it's it a, caught your attention it's a it's a pretty easy watch i mean it's it's not a long what two hours no it's like an hour uh, yeah. and a half yeah, hour uh, and a half, two hours yeah it's like an hour and a half with a long long credit sequence <laughs> yeah yeah i was but it's it's a pretty easy watch now did you didn't have to pay for it if you had hbo max did you correct okay no yeah it just came with hbo max's um service you hear that, that disney plus <laughs> You hear that Disney Plus? Why don't you Why don't you Come follow <laughs> Why don't you follow HBO Max's lead? Be decent human beings. Why don't you do that? Oh, that's, asking, anyway. that's asking too much of Disney. I know. <laughs> Such um, no, yeah, if you have HBO Max, part of their partnership, you know, with uh, the movie studios or whatever is that I think it's for 2 weeks. Um, if you can confirm that, Jeff either two or three weeks that is available for streaming before they disappear right um and, and that's the same length it would be in the movie theater right same way it was with uh, with godzilla and kong right that which, was, which is why off yesterday which is why they pushed 
MK back a week because they didn't want to cannibalize their own sales of Godzilla versus Kong and just ugh. plus isn't that isn't Godzilla and Kong um was that the first okay besides trolls right was that the first like big one for HBO Max you're saying trolls is a big one yeah I know no, like, no but, but I mean from last like I know last year was like the uh, trolls was the big movie that was you know released online same day yeah. as it was the big one of the Warner Brothers movies coming out. So obviously that obviously Godzilla vs. Kong, MK, Matrix 4 is down the road as well for, for WB and HBO Max. So from, from uh, the Wachowski sisters. Yes. And so there, there's big stuff coming. Okay. Wait, wait. The 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 Wachowskis did um trolls? No. <laughs> oh, the Matrix no. 4 is coming out this year. Oh, Matrix still, 4. Okay. It's still this year, right? I was yeah, about I to say, so. like, because okay. I know they did, they, they, you know, they did the Speed Racer movie. I'm like, now they're doing trolls. Like, what's going on here? No. That, that Speed Racer movie was dumb, but it was fun. Yeah, I saw it. Uh, well, that's a, that's a story for another time. Yeah, I it's a whole different, yeah, different story. Yeah, yeah, different podcast, but yeah. it's Mortal Kombat. Yes. So, okay. so um, Jeff, do you want to go ahead and like kind of give the a brief story since you're the fanatic of the three of us and you saw it first? You mean like my my opinions or just? Well, give a give a lowdown. Yeah, like just what you thought, what it was about. You know, for people who aren't familiar with you know what the movie was for, I guess because you know. Sure. So, so Spoiler. Mortal Kombat is like it, it's kind of it's basically a reboot of the original '90s movie, and it tells the story of the tournament where be, between Earthrealm and Outworld. And it's a it's a fighting tournament, and if you the, the whole the whole premise was I'm speaking for newbies here, and, <laughs> no, and, the, and the whole premise is that if a certain realm wins ten times in a row, then they can conquer and overthrow the other realm. So this is how the first game opens as well. The first original arcade game opens is that Outworld has won nine times. So this is that all-important 10th tournament where if Outworld wins, Earthrealm, which is what we're living in, basically, we, we are in Earthrealm. Mm-hmm. So if we lose this 10th tournament, then Outworld will conquer and take over Earthrealm. Well, we all become sexy slaves to the uh, to our daddy of a wizard. <laughs> yeah. we, we, we will all get our soul taken by Shang Tsung. Your soul is mine. Oh man! All right, that wasn't half bad. I'll give you. I'll give you. A yeah, that was good. Off on that one. There you go. <laughs> I'm open for voice acting and parties. That's how it works. <laughs> so yeah, and and so the 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 movie, both this movie and the original movie, you know, tells how Raiden, the one of the elder gods, uh, assembles his Earth Realm warriors. And Earth it's, Realm assemble. And well, it's, you know, kind, it's kind of the same roster between both movies. There are some some notable omissions and some additions, oh, yeah. right, which I found to be yep. uh, pretty neat, yet questioning. Huh. Interesting, um, but it, it it does a it it's basically this new movie is basically retelling that first movie in a way. And before we get into all of this, I want to just say up front that I enjoyed it. I didn't love it. I liked it. And I'm sure we'll get into why 
they it's a liken that'll love here uh, before too long. For sure. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm I'm settled in the. It was a solid four. Mm, that may be a little harsh. A solid five, and then I did more research into it and into like the production and stuff. And then I'm like, okay, it's a solid six because I get their vision of where they were going. So, so I, I like I enjoyed it, but like it was the right amount of campiness that I expect from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah, I I, I would say on the high end of seven. But I think there's just enough that I I popped for that's like okay it's a seven. But I, I'm hovering in that six six and a half seven. Yeah, right. I'm not alone. I actually have the I, the IMDb. Uh, they have it at six point three star out of ten. Rotten Tomatoes a fifty four on the yeah, tomato so we're, the we're tomato all meter. Kind of, we're all kind of in the same boat. I guess. Yeah, I had yeah. said I had said six as well. That was my that was my score. So should, uh, we, should we should we just dive into this and 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 yeah. talk about the movie and spoil it for people? Yeah, let's spoil yeah. it for everybody. So. So right up at the front, I feel like let's. I mean, the acting overall was okay. Yeah, um, I there there were some highlight. I mean, the, the star of the show besides Sub Sub Zero was the star of the show. Period. Like they they presented him so well, and this is MK One behind Sub Zero, which right, is not, not the Sub Zero we know of now. So so in the for those in the later line, it'd be this is Noob Noob Saibot. Yes, this is Noob Saibot. Right. Yeah. Uh, um, but he, but he is the original Sub Zero, which is not, true. In the- not if you're looking in canon, not the Sub Zero. If if they were like all canon together and they weren't a reboot, so it would not be the Sub Zero from Annihilation. Right. Or Mortal Kombat also, too. Also, don't watch Annihilation. But yes. So so this is Bihan, the villain Sub Zero, who would eventually become Noob Saibot before. And I, I want to before Kawhi, before Kawhi Liang takes over as the sub zero that we know of now. Right. He and he was presented in almost like a Jason Voorhees feeling to me, like yeah, very uh, ominous, it, very like like minu- uh, just unstoppable object. You know? Yeah. If he's and on that, the screen, bad stuff's happening. And that mask, like that that mask was very like I don't know how to describe it, but it was it, I don't know. Maybe you, maybe maybe you know, maybe you don't know what I'm talking about. Never mind. There was something about that mask was that looked badass. Yeah, like creepy there, there was, looking. That that whole scene where we're we're at like we're at Cole Young's house and we're, we're watching his his wife go to a different room, walk out, and Subject just appears behind the door. That was that's freaky. That was awesome. Like that, yeah, that it's was just great. just an appearance and being on screen like that that speaks to how he was portrayed where he just shows up and it just makes your heart sink, you know? You know, I think something about this movie, something that I really got from the trailers and what got me really excited is it was very cinematic. Like it had a lot of like those, those really good visual moments that, um, you know, you want to see in a movie and it, it definitely more so in the trailer. I think I got this sense of, Oh, there's gonna be a lot of like, they're really going to do some great things with the lore here. And, you know, I felt a little differently after I saw the movie, but anyway, go, go sure. on with what yeah. you're saying. So we, the, the opening scene is we we're, we're at Hanzo Hasashi's who would become Scorpion. We're at his, his house. We're at his, his, his land. And we're seeing him. We're seeing, we're seeing his, his family. And, you know, the, then the, the Lin Kuei come in. 
you know, Sub-Zero and his clan come in. Mm-hmm. And it, that, that whole seven-minute sequence is out there. You know, if you want to watch that whole fight, that came that leaked before the movie came out. Uh, and I will say, top, top to bottom, the fight sequences were awesome. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, but I feel like, the like honestly they were they were good for what they were right but for me i was sitting there going for some reason like the choreography felt lacking like it felt restricted okay i don't know why and because i was like looking at that the cast the cast is filled with talented martial artists that like could have could have been you know expanded upon it would have been great but yep. yeah like except until like the very end right when they're ambushing everybody I was kind of like, yeah, this kind, of, this these fight scenes are kind of like, eh. You know, the only one who felt like actually had like great choreography was Sonia, and which would make sense because it's there, like it was a very special forces s type of fighting style, so that made sense. But it was like, I kept looking and I'm like, oh yeah, I mean this is cool, but like it could have been, it could have been more. Well, I guess in a way too. I mean, Mortal Kombat has never really been known so much for its fighting mechanics as much so i mean i guess you could look at it and say oh well i guess that sort of makes sense in a weird way yeah you know like it felt it it fit into like my idea of mortal Kombat, like the the motif that i've got of their fighting style i i understand that like that's why i think the only person that really made sense was sonia because it, it wasn't really necessarily quote-unquote martial arts but it showed more of her special forces training than anything, and it made more sense for that particular right. character. And then we got the blend of the uh, the quote unquote MMA style of fighting with a uh, Cole, which yeah, you know, yeah, that was kind of in there, but yeah, uh, boy, yeah, so, Cole. So so once we get past all the, the the you know Scorpion's clan and and him being killed and being sent to the Nether Realm before being reborn as Scorpion, we and he, so basically he's out of the movie for a long time. He's down in hell in another realm, waiting to awaken the hellfire within. Cool. I'm I'm on board. That's uh, that's that's what happened in the in the games. Cool. So then we start meeting our new character Cole Young, and I was originally I was okay with a new character. I feel like it's it's fine to have him be kind of your your audience eyes of you know someone who you know you're you're you're. That the goal was the audience is seen through Cole's eyes. I don't feel his performance was great. It was okay. I didn't really have any sympathy for him, but I feel like he didn't get in the way either. You know, it's tough too because when you're this character who's sort of out of out of nowhere, just wandering into a a, a franchise that's almost thirty years old. I mean, it's really hard to make that character feel welcome in something like you know something like a movie adaptation yeah and then we get the the the, uh the first real you know plot point is hey you have a birthmark that is in the shape of this dragon that's your invitation i i didn't like that yeah (laughs) it's it's, i feel like it's kind of a cheap way of it's you know, in in Smash, at least you get an envelope with the with the logo on it. Here, you get it like branded on you. And, and what's like, so weird is that what, what's so weird is that the the line that really still kills me that they chopped up in the trailer. So it's in the trailer. It says they say um, it's a birthmark. Jax goes, "What do you mean?" And the sister goes, "He was born with it." In the actual movie, it's flipped. So she says he was born with it. 
Jack says, what do you mean? She says, it's a birthmark. Hmm. And it's weird when you flip those two, those two phrases, who looks dumb in that exchange? Yeah. It, it, because it, it's not a great line. It, it's a really bad line instead of lines. But and it's in a shame the tr- because there's a lot of like that's the surprising thing about this. There's a lot of really like well written quips and dialogue in this, you know, in this movie. I mean, Jeff, you were you were right when you when I was talking to you on Facebook and you said like uh, Kano stole the show. He really he He's does the steal best. the show. He rules. Kano rules. He had that whole monologue yelling at Kung Lao, and it was just fire. Everything he said was awesome. Like, he like uh, I got Josh Lawson. The actor nailed Kano. Yeah, I've got IMDb here, thank God. But yeah, Josh Lawson nailed it. That is Kano to a T. Can I? Is beautiful. Can I also say too? Um, I think Kung Lao of all the characters, they nailed Kung Lao. I think his yeah. costume was on point. I think he had that kind of, you know, that that sort of arrogance, but you know, kind of charm that Kung Lao has, you know, developed over the series. I think that was, in my opinion, Kung Lao, I think, was the most faithful character from the series. I also... No, I, 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 I would besides, say Kano. Besides, Kano, I would say besides Kano, yeah. I well, no, okay, this is my issue, though, is he didn't have the eye patch. Now, I know that that's... I know that, you know, maybe that's a petty thing, oh, but we're, like... We're gonna, we're gonna get there, because I ha- there's some issues that I have with some of this stuff. But yeah, yeah. I, I'm with you. Um, but that's why, and that's why I think, like, yeah, like, like performance, what, like, Kano was great. He he brought that character to life. I mean, I I think he made he did Kano better than Kano's ever been in this in in any representation. Like I I would say he went above and beyond. But I think Kung Lao they nailed it. I also think uh, I think even though you know they kind of nerfed Jax a little bit throughout most of the movie, they got the spirit of Jax. Like he kind of also had that you know. Jax has that sort of way of having his retorts and and things like that. So yeah, character. Yeah, I like I liked I liked Jax in the beginning, and um and then I liked him how you know once he got his Arcana, what a dumbass oh, way to explain God. that. Seriously, uh, like so like his power his power is he has the ability to make whatever arms he has beefier or to enhance technology. It was really weird and dumb. But yeah, we'll 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 I'll, I'll spend a good several minutes talking about the Arcana and how. Dumb, I think that trope is. Sure. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, like, I, I thought he was solid in the beginning. And then um, I thought they were like, and, and I kind of knew because I know, you know, Jax's character, he's got the, the you know, uh, exoskeleton arms. But I, my thought was like, okay, I know they've kind of shoehorned a couple of characters in here just for like, you know, fans of the game, right? So I'm thinking, okay, maybe that is what they did with Jax, right? I was like, okay, he's in there. Boom, he's the one who kind of kickstarts the hero's journey with Cole, and then he's dead. And I was like, okay, I get that. That makes sense. But you know, and then it didn't. Um, I, I kind of felt, especially when I was kept watching, uh, that they were going to kind of give him like the Natara treatment, you know, because that was obviously a nod just to people who were playing the game, yeah. and mainly just so then Kung Lao could beat and literally murder the hell out of somebody. <laughs> Well, I, I don't think um, I think Jax is definitely I don't think he's a character that's shoehorned because I mean, really, he I mean, he was he's pretty, you know, integral in the story. I mean, he's not in the first game, but like since from set, you know, from the second one, I mean, he's Sonya's partner. I mean, he's there in the first movie, although I think in the first movie, no, he 
is he in the tournament in the first movie or does he get no yeah so he he's you know but like i think in the series like he's always pretty heavily involved in the story yeah, um, no, no, i don't know what, what, what i'm saying is like i i had that feeling right because of how they oh, had just, it set up that, that they, they would were do like, it that, okay, they, yeah, gotcha. they kind of just shoehorn him in and use him as like you know the kicking off like he would be important right he'd be the guy to kick off that hero's journey for cole but i figured like oh okay they're just gonna like you know because he got his ass beat by bihan and i'm just like okay so that's gonna be it you know and i knew I, you know, I th- that yeah, set that, up to his arms or whatever but yeah, I yeah that, like that's that, what they're gonna do that first fight, I think, was a, was more of a way to set up just how villainous Sub Zero is, and yeah, I mean, in, if you want to talk video game canon, like Jax has his arm ripped off by Ermac, like, that's how it is in the games, at least in the in MK9. That's how he loses arm because I was going to Ermac, but they said Ermac's not in the movie, which he should be in too, but we'll see. Um, having having Sub Zero be the one to actually do it is more of a way to if I use a wrestling term, get Sub Zero over as the as the heel, and 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 then you know take Jax out to repair his arms. Right, 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 right. I don't know. It was it was um like I said, there were a couple of characters in there that I'm like, okay, this is obviously just gonna you know shoehorn and it's gonna kind of be fodder, right? Like Natara was one. I'm like, there's so many other people you could have included. Why Natara? You know what I so, mean? So. So while while we're on that, let's we'll, we'll mention this. The, yeah, they're the, the two kind of I almost I'll say throwaway characters, Natara and Reiko. Yeah. Um, well, Reiko kind of makes sense if you're familiar with the canon. That kind of well, makes sense. Sure, but they they did him wrong. <laughs> like, yeah. like that was a swing and a miss for me. And so Natara came into the series in Deadly Alliance, so she was in the bad games. Mm-hmm. I, and, I like Deadly Alliance. Yeah. Don't okay. <laughs> The only re- I would say don't be throwing like deception in there because the only deception that- was fine. Okay, the, the I like deception fine. is okay is because of chess. <laughs> I like yeah, deception. Yeah. I like I like Deadly Alliance, and you know what? I like Armageddon. I like those games. Because oh they- god! Okay, on that note, we should just take a break and get out of Hey, what's going on, everybody? My name is Jeff, also known in the internet world as Jefferoth, inviting you to subscribe to my new podcast, The One Winged Gamescast. Every week, I will take the wealth of knowledge I've picked up over the past few decades as I've played video games and covered the industry and use it to celebrate gaming's past, discuss gaming's present, and hypothesize about gaming's future. All the news, all the trends, everything you've ever wanted to know with my own unfiltered opinions plus special guests will have a good time so pull up a seat on the couch and let's chat it's the one winged games cast with me jefferoth on your favorite audio platform of choice subscribe now okay so hey brendan here we're not talking to you like podcast host right now you know we're just here hanging out in the ad break with you uh, well, wait, why do you why do you sound like you're about to give the drug talk to your kids? <laughs> That's exactly what we're doing. It's, that is, you yeah. Don't do drugs instead. You we're, we're, conser- <laughs> we're concerned. We're concerned with our, our listeners right now. You're we know you're doing drugs, and drugs are bad. 
Don't do them. We're, we're oh god. Instead of doing drugs, you you you, know, you should just like, rate, and share. <laughs> that should be your addiction. <laughs> oh god, uh, this, this went off the rails. I'm okay with it. That is so. That was so good though. That is that should be it. All right, all right. Make sure that yeah, needs- we'll, we'll catch. We'll be right back with the actual episode. <laughs> They, yeah, at that at that point, they just stopped caring and just said, "We need to kill I think, you everybody." You know, what? I think it was just I, I liked Armageddon because it had every character, and I and I just I love the characters in Mortal Kombat so more the merrier. I love most characters in Mortal Kombat, but uh, yeah, so Natara and Reiko, and that's not how Reiko looks. <laughs> like they they made Reiko kind of look like Shao Kahn, which I understand because in some canon. It was implied that Reiko would become Shao Kahn, but that's not how he looks in the because he was at MK four, and he he looked basically like he he looked like Sub Zero, but in like a darker purple, not quite like Rain, but it was it, he had like a Nightwing mask on and like a purple gi. It, it was and that's Wait, so, not how and, and Reiko didn't look like that in the games. Oh, I see. You're t- so Reiko looked at like mass un unmasked Sub Zero, right? Kind of, but he still had that kind of. I, he still had like a superhero looking mask on. I think I, I think I remember like Reiko and um and Nitaro. I didn't actually recognize them. I, I asked a friend of mine, and he said, "Oh no, that's from." I, I vaguely remembered Nitaro from uh, Deadly Alliance, but these are both characters who only appeared in one game, right? Well, they so so Reiko was in four Deception. Uh, as a cameo, Armageddon, obviously. They get a cameo in MKX, but he's had cameos as well. But I guess his his later model looks more like more like Shao Kahn. So okay, but yeah, plus but overall, his, like his form was really expanded in um. Oh, that was it. Was Armageddon is the one with Shinjuku, right? That's uh, Deception. Yeah, so that's why like that was like the majority of Reiko's story, if I remember correctly. Okay. Yeah, I feel like he's a real throwaway character in four. And then they went, oh crap, let's do something with him. But uh, I, I guess he he, he kind of evolved into what the movie had, but still it wasn't – it was weird. I feel like they, they put Natara and Reiko in there just to have people to kill. Hmm. Yeah, and, exactly. And Natara had the best death in the entire movie because it, yeah, it was – Yeah, by far. Because ripped straight from the game, having Kung Lao throw his oh, hat yeah. on the ground, freaking buzzsaw, and you just see her get sliced in half. It was beautiful. That was, was the amazing. That was really the only proper fatality in the movie, I think, right? Uh, Cabal had a fatality. Oh, and and Kano did his heart rip. So yeah, I guess. And you know, you you know, I mean, obviously in the 1995 movie, Shang Tsung just said fatality, but like they didn't really. I maybe they did. I don't know. Never mind. But um, yeah, they, they, was, they, I, that was those were the corny moments. It was definitely like the nod to the audience. You know. Oh like, yeah. Kung Lao kill, killing Matari was flawless victory. I'm like really. Yeah. You you have to you know that they're going to mention. Did they ever mention? Did they ever? Did anyone say fatality in the movie though? I don't think they did. Yeah, they did. They did. Well, I, uh, the best part. Okay, the best part was when um, they. I think it's Kung Lao and Liu Kang are 
bringing Cole into like this training arena, uh, training arena. And one of them, yeah, (laughs) one of them says, uh, first you have to test your might. And I'm like, oh God. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, come on. Is this going to be, is this going to be a moment where they're like, they're going to have to do heavy breathing and then try and break a bunch of boards? Like (laughs) just mash the button. I, I cringed a little bit when I think Jax had the line talking to Cole, like you took the belt off Eddie Tobias. I'm like, come on. Really? You, he took because for, for, he took the belt off Eddie Tobias, which for people that like uh, Ed, Ed Boone and and uh, and John Tobias are the co-crews right. of Mortal Kombat. So, so putting Eddie Tobias, I'm like, that's that's how you that's how you drop their names. Come on. No, I had like I would say overall, uh, I'm gonna give props to um, Simon oh. McCoy McCoyd. I think that's how you say his name. Yes, because I would say this is a first off. It's a big ask for having this be your first movie. Yeah. Right. Hmm. And overall, a lot of pressure. Like, yeah, it's a lot of pressure. And I would say he did he did a solid job for a first movie mm-hmm. with having a lot to work with, right? And I was genuinely impressed. Like my issue though was the big egg in the room, right? Johnny Cage. Yeah, right. of course. Right. I um I, I feel like this movie this movie's sole okay. This movie's main purpose is to set up the sequel. Right, exactly. Because yeah. um, that's that's why that's why like my ritual, you know, after I did research, my uh, my score went up a bit because um, Simon is, is in talks right now to come back for a second to re uh, direct the second movie. But yeah, the idea is when they were doing this reboot, it's pitched as a trilogy. But um, Louis Louis Tan, I believe, is who it is. Who I'm talking about? Who played Cole Young? Uh, yes. No, no. Uh, Joel Talsum uh, for Behan was tapped, which also makes no sense in my opinion. But he was tapped for a four picture deal. Hmm. We well, yeah, so, probably do like yeah, a, yeah, a you gotta have ori- origins. We yeah, gotta have new cycle. No, so true. But so this for the. This is, uh, again, I'm just going to quote Wikipedia here because I don't have time to do all the research. But this is what they say about it. Produ- the producer, Todd Garner, revealed to Collider that there's a possibility for a Johnny Cage standalone film. That's I, hope it's, I hope it's Ninja Mime. Oh, that'd be yeah. great with Ninja Mime. <laughs> and oh, says, man. Talsum revealed that uh, he is signed onto a four film uh, of the same series deal if the reboot succeeds. So it's an option. I want them to get... I want them to cast... The guy who who played who did the mo mocap who played Johnny Cage in, in Mortal Kombat Eleven whoever no, it, it says here that um the, right now the top choice if Ed Boon is in, in yeah is is the Miz is who I he's a professional wrestler the Miz which would make oh. perfect sense like he yeah, he, he, has, I, he has that I, personality I'd buy him as Johnny Cage absolutely so here's well, is is he like I don't know because Johnny Cage is not really bulky. Is he like not a super bulky wrestler? No, he's not. He, he's more of a, a slimmer. He's still okay. you know he's still well built. But he's not like right. a jacked dude. You know. Yeah, but um, he's got the personality of like a Hollywood star. That's yeah, his story. okay. Be- because I, he's because he's done movies before. He, he's done he's done movies. Like a lot of them are straight to DVD, but they, he has done movies. That works. Well, I wanted to um, I wanted to bring up a point too when you guys were talking about setting up for sequel. Like, I'd say that that was one of, if not my biggest issue with the movie is, you know, 
they built up this tournament and and watching the trailer i was really excited about like oh this it's gonna be cool to see what this tournament is like you know like what how this all ties into the you know the the mythology and all that stuff like that and there wasn't a tournament it was just like yeah <laughs> and and that was what and and again like <laughs> i i think towards the end redeem the movie a bit for me because obviously when he says that he's going to recruit some fighters and you see the movie poster for johnny cage i was like okay i forgive the movie a little bit that's an awesome setup for johnny cage we'll see him in the next one okay i can i'm i'm a little okay on that plus but i it's, think it's it's a mortal Kombat movie without the mortal Kombat tournament <laughs> well, yeah, the, no yeah the idea for the trailer from what um the director said or the producer said is that this episode is, or this episode, this movie is the pre-tournament. The next movie is the tournament, and then the third movie is the post-tournament. That's the idea. Okay, and that okay. that's that's okay, I guess. But like I said, it the movie felt very anticlimactic to me because it's like they were just hanging out in this uh, hideaway, and then this gang of of Shang Tsung's minion just comes out and attacks them, and they fight them, and that's it. It felt to me, it felt very much like the last Starfighter. Which is a movie that has a great premise, but is just a very uh, limp execution. Limp. <laughs> limp execution. <laughs> Come no, get I, it. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like um, again, like my here's here's what makes also no sense to me. So again, we're in America, right? Why is the, your most, your arguably most famous American actor, Cabal of all people. Huh? Who? Wait. Who? Yeah. Who played Cabal? Cabal is played by um, Damon Harriman, who is on Justified. He played Manson in Mindhunter. He played Quentin Tarantino in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Like, as far as like the non martial arts, you know, like stars, right? Yeah. He's the biggest one. And also, he didn't actually play Cabal. He played the Cabal's voice. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Because the action and the stunts was played by someone else. Yeah. That makes sense. And I, I thought Cabal was done pretty well. I, I'm someone who's played a lot of Cabal in the games, and yeah. I think he was done. I feel like so. I'm okay. torn on Cabal. I, I, I'm just gonna do. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna just run down the characters and say if I liked him or I didn't like him. Here we go. Yeah, I agree with you. Okay, let's do it. Uh, so I think Cole Young was played okay. He didn't. He didn't get in the way, and I didn't really feel anything for him. He was just kind of there. Yeah, I kind of feel like it was wrong for him to take on Goro, but it makes sense. I yeah yeah okay. We'll get to Goro in a second. I <laughs> did not like Cole. I think you know. Obviously, for me, it's like whoa, like Liu Kang or Kung Lao are typically the ones who are, you know, I guess depending. Well, or Johnny I guess. <laughs> Or John, I mean, yeah, Johnny K, but like it's Liu Kang's always throughout these series has always been the chosen one. So I get what they did with it. And I kind of appreciate, I think they had an interesting twist on the mythology, but I, I didn't like Cole. I thought his, his Arcana power was really stupid. Oh my God. He grew a yeah. shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I mean, I, but, but I mean like, the, yeah, I think the only reason that Cole has any kind of like redeeming factor for me is that I did like his family for the little part they were in it. I liked his wife. Yeah. I thought his wife was funny. And yeah. um, I, get, I think, like, truly the, one of the only people that got, like, the top treatment was, uh, the, was Hanzo. And so that elevated, you know, his story, which I think was like, okay, that makes sense. I, I get why Cole was there. He's supposed to be the, uh, like, the Neo of the, you know, the 
Mortal Kombat universe, right? Like, yeah. doesn't really have much anything. He's supposed to be like the everyday man that we can place ourselves in that shoe. He's the woe of Mortal Kombat. Whoa. <laughs> yes, exactly. hey, that, that was pretty good, too. Whoa. Yeah, all right. I, I have a shirt. You get, you get props. <laughs> I, I have a birthmark. I've never been. Fu. I've never been impressed by somebody doing a neo woe before. That was good. <laughs> I, I'm ready for Matrix Five whenever that comes out. Um, <laughs> uh, Sonya, I I feel like Sonya's acting was kind of all over the map for me. Um, I was kind of ruined up front because she just did the big exposition dump, and and I feel like this movie went by fast like they threw a lot at you in a short amount of time and it mostly came from her yeah uh, and it's it's just a whole mess of like how how do you go from conspiracy theorist in your in your trailer knowing about mortal Kombat? what how do you know any of this yeah and it's like, like you know sonia's supposed to be like this this awesome special forces agent and they made her like this like kind of nutty conspiracy theorist who like doesn't she doesn't have the power but they all do that was you know i mean it was a it was a scene right out of always sunny you know when you when you see charlie day in front of that you know that that, that map of string it was it was just that to me and she yeah, had I was, I was saying, my, my thing my thing with sonia though was like i did enjoy uh jessica mcname what is not gonna lie what a dumb name sorry just said, <laughs> what a dumb name. It's, it's not mcnamee uh, it could be. Yeah, yeah. I like McName better. McNamee. <laughs> McNamee, yeah. Um, yeah, like, that's, that's probably I mean, it, and we're that's probably it, and we're laughing at her now. So uh, okay, um, I I enjoyed, I did enjoy her performance. Like I feel like she did the best with what she was given, right? Yeah. And I do admit, besides Kano, Sonya had some of the best lines, right? Like, well, they Sonya played off each other character, great. Yeah, their yeah, the chemistry was amazing. But Sonia was a great character in the vignettes, in the small moments, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Plus, then it also like it allowed um, the the like uh, the the director to kind of show like the kind of overall sexism that Mortal Kombat has. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, it, something too like when they first introduced Sonia and Kano, I was like, oh no, because I got. Like, they introduce it in a way that it's, like, you think that they're partners or they're friends or they're on friendly terms because he's just there and, like, he has – he his first line, you know, gives you this this impression that, like, they're working together. And, they're like, I'm like, oh, no, you didn't twist one of the great grudges in Mortal Kombat history. But, no, it turns out that she captured him. He's prisoner. And they're not – they don't have quite that, like, you know, blood rivalry as they do in Mortal Co- – in the 95 film. But, like – you can tell that they've they're they're definitely enemies, and it works. It that's it works really well. Yep. Yeah, I, 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 you're gonna pay me three million dollars. You live, in, yep. I live in this shithole. You think I have three million dollars? Yeah, that was great. That was great. <laughs> yeah, she had some some good one one letters. She did have the worst jump cut though, because yeah. there was the fight with reptile, and she just does some like matrix flying thing, throw me this or something, and it just is a really bad cut. Like I gotta, I gotta say too, I've never been a fan of whenever they make reptile an actual like reptile. I don't know. I always liked him in human form. Yeah, I mean, that, that, but that's kind of like that's that's the race that that he's from. That that's the it, and, his and, race of people, and that, that that gets more fleshed out in the later games. And and and, yeah. and to be fair, like that's not a knock against the movie. I mean, really, what they were doing because because that's kind of re- reptiles, like that's 
Reptiles sort of evolved into that, like, in the early games up until, I guess, even, like, was he in 4? Yes. Yeah. I, think, I think he's been in every game except 11. I think yeah, at least... At the, that point, he was just he was still the palette swap uh, Green Ninja. Yeah, and, yes. like, there was a point where there was kind of, like, okay, he's still, like, human, but he's got a lizard face or something like that, or, like, he would pull the mask off and then his face would become, like... I thought that was cool, kind of like with Scorpion, but... Just, you know, it's fun. The movie did the, made the right choice because that's the way Reptile looks these days. But I just, I don't yeah. like it. Yep. I don't know. I, lo- I loved, like, uh, I, I, now I'm going over, like, little quips with, between Sonya and uh, Cole that I liked. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm stuck in that. I love, the one part, you know, you guys are complaining that kind of, she was kind of made out to be more of a conspiracy theorist, right? Which I agree. Mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like that whole scene was set up for the joke that Mortal Kombat is misspelled. Yes, I I, I did. And laugh I was, like, a lot and I was totally one. okay with that. That, that joke made that joke made me like just like oh yeah okay. And then it's such a it's such a throwaway line, but he did, he he did it so well. It's like well, that's even spell girl. <laughs> it's just then, like yeah. okay yeah. <laughs> and did she then, have uh, like uh she had like um I think different characters from the Mortal Kombat universe like pinned to the wall or like names written down or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like I know yeah. they, they made a lot of those were homages for everyone who you know wants to stop and look obviously. Yeah, like they, there's a picture there of I think it was uh, the guy who plays Raiden in the games. I think it's Daniel Pacina. It it was it was him. There's a picture of him, Ed Boon, and John Tobias in front of a blue excellent. screen, like from the original game, like on on set of the original game is is on that wall. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, I also kind of oh sorry, I kind of wish that uh, Sonya actually got the chance. I know again because it was the Sonya Kano fight that we were all waiting for, right? That had to happen. But I kind of wish yeah. that uh, I couldn't she see it. to fight at Melina again. I <laughs> I couldn't see the fight. It was so dark. I couldn't see the fight. Oh yeah, yeah. That I was didn't see the that, kill. I was just like, oh, she killed him. Okay, cool. They, the and movie then she, was. And then she got something. Then then she got her Arcana. I guess I don't yeah. know. The movie was a little too dark though, and and I did, I saw it at drive uh, drive in theaters. So like that. I didn't know if that was part of it, but like it sounds like you know from what you guys are saying, it may have been a little too dark. But um, I also want to say really quickly because you mentioned Raiden. Raiden's always been my favorite character. I'm a huge Raiden fan, and this Raiden, like, listen, I like I like uh, Christopher Lambert. Um, I, I enjoy. I love I love Highlander, and uh, yes. I don't know. I mean. Yes. I just uh, he seems like a cool guy, whatever. But I was never crazy about. Like I always felt like his portrayal of Raiden was, I, I didn't like what they did with the cot. It just didn't work for me. I think they did a much better Raiden here. You know, it would have been cool if he had like the, you know, sort of that black headpiece that went under the, but, it, but he had the hat. His powers were I awesome. Hat. <laughs> I, I like the hat. Uh, his powers were awesome. I, like great. It in he general. Was just... I just didn't like the design of this one for some reason. Oh yeah. Um, and, and like, you know, the, the guy who played Raiden was great. I liked, you know, I, he was cool. I liked him. So, see, I I'm gonna go complete opposite. Christopher Lambert was awesome as Raiden because I feel like he really kept like he he was the elder god when he was the when he had to be the elder god when he had to be you know when he had to play dad he was dad, yeah. but but he had a little bit of a sense of humor to him. But yeah, but a little bit of Chris it. Chris Lambert. He would do that sort of laugh and like <laughs> and then did that. Uh, uh, I don't think so when he had to. I think uh, this fair Raiden, enough. I think the Raiden here might have been the weakest character in the whole movie because he did not portray That's himself hard. as an elder god. 
at no point did I feel that Raiden here was an elder god. I felt more like this was a guy in a Halloween costume. And it, was damn hat. <laughs> it, 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 it wasn't the hat so much. It was just the way. And this is this is not a knock against um, uh, Mr. Asano, who is is a is a good actor. I but I feel like this may have just been miscast because I want my elder god to have a presence on screen, and I just never felt that. Even though the standoff with Raiden and Shang Tsung should have been more powerful than it actually was, and I just I it, it he, he never spoke with grace. He never. You know, I, I was never like, oh crap, this is a god. I was never so I, I yeah, thought Raiden was I weak. definitely felt his I definitely felt his cadence was off. And well, you know, that he had he didn't have enough uh, impact as he spoke. Didn't he have like <clears throat> wasn't there a scene where uh, a moment where they were like, Oh, I thought you said you couldn't fight, and then he I don't even remember, but like Raiden's like, Oh, I uh I, I think he chuckled or something. Was that he, he just he made, chuckled? He, he made his laugh yeah, or something. Yeah. I, yeah, I forget, but yeah, I don't know. It was just either they didn't give him enough to do, or he just like him on screen was just like, eh. I, I, I didn't feel it. No, no, like fair enough. I really, I really like. Honestly, I think like the only well written okay besides Bihan, right? Because you can't like it's Sub Zero. You can't mess him up. Like if you're going to take two characters that you cannot mess up without causing a riot, it's Scorpion and Sub Zero. The only other person that was written kind of well on the villain side, like Shane Sun was okay, but was Cabal. Yeah. Right? Like, like, and like, technically Kano, but like, you know, for more for more than a large chunk of it, he's on the good side. Quote Which quote. is still true. Well, <laughs> really? I mean, he's he's on there reluctantly. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Quote, unquote. <laughs> he's like so, his yeah. own, he's a free agent. But the the first thing Cabal says, because Natara comes down and Shang Tsung says, isn't she beautiful? And Cabal goes, yeah, her screech is a real turn on. Like, his first line, he go, okay, I like him already. That was yeah. a good quip. This is good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and his I, voice, I, I too. He had that He had that very, uh, you know, that's very heavy, like, sort of Northeastern or, you know, New England kind that, of. That, that Damon Harriman voice, man. It, that, it yeah. Yeah, it was very much like, you know. It takes you a little bit out of, and not like in a bad way, but it just it kind of adds a little variety to like you know, like oh this is this guy's you know his voice really stood out. Um, also, I really liked uh, I liked Shang Tsung's voice. He had like sort of a this like a sort of like a um a, a slightly British accent, which I feel like is never is a different take on Shang Tsung. I don't think he's ever had that, and that was kind of interesting. It it was a yeah. menacing voice. I mean, I, I I always go back to you know the old you know 90s mk movie because he's he's great and actually the the original uh, actor in the first movie oh yeah is, uh, is is the voice of shang song oh he's great the original uh, carrie it's carrie uh carrie tagawa there's a there's a second part to his first name i'm not remembering but he's he's awesome i mean his the, his the way he's and i'm so glad they brought him back for mk 11 because he just he even like i think he's even like and i i know it's not like him it's mocap but like i think he brings Shang Tsung like so much more to Shang Tsung in Mortal Kombat 11 than he even did in the first movie and like I just I wish it's like I wish there was more Shang Tsung I wish that they had made a, a you know another Shang Tsung movie back in the day with it because like, he's, he's great <laughs> 
but uh, but yeah, this this Shang Tsung here, uh, Chin Han, uh, he he has a real menacing voice to him. You know, I think, I, I, I think really I think that's also because um, out of like the majority of the cast, he probably has the longest like um, career in acting. Right, he's the most seasoned um, actor because sure. he's a famous Singaporean actor. That's his career has been more than twenty years, and. Um, if you if you like he he hasn't done a lot of Hollywood films. Um, he was Lao in The Dark Knight, uh, and he was in he was the epidemiologist uh, Sung Feng in Contagion, right? Um, but then like he's basically just recently he's been in on Arrow, Marco Polo, Last Resort, like TV shows and stuff like that. But yeah, he, I mean his career has been at least since 1998, so. Well, it's it, it showed. It showed. It, it definitely showed. Yeah. Um, everybody else was kind of just there. I mean, even like even Luke Kang from just kind of there. Yeah, I was okay with that. I'm tired of seeing yeah. the Luke Kang yeah. hero journey. I was okay with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying That's the bad thing. I'm just saying they were just they were just kind of I, unmemorable. I don't. I I mean, I like a good Luke Kang. I like. Yeah, I think Luke Kang in Mortal Kombat 11 is great. He's got like this sort of you know. Like he's even though he's like the chosen one and the war he's 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 kind of got a down to earth kind of you know, uh, quippy kind of energy about him you know. Okay. Yes. So so as we as we kind of like start to wrap up the episode, I got a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. If you can pick, let's do two, mm, three characters. If you can pick three characters that you. It's going to be a deal breaker if you don't see in the next two movies. Who who are they? Oh boy! Well, we know Johnny's there. Yeah, yeah. Let's exclude Johnny Cage because we know he's there. Like he's in canon. He's going to be there. Uh, Katana. He might have his own movie. I'll say Katana. Yeah, Katana. Uh Yeah, Katana makes sense. That I'm feeling she's probably going to be in uh, two. Is what I'm thinking. When they actually have that fight. I really want to see Ermac. Yeah, yeah. Um, because despite the fact that he was, like he started as a palette swap, he's been a, become a major player in the, in the story in general. I, I just feel like if you're gonna go with two, obviously you're gonna have Shao Kahn get involved. Yeah, yeah. That, that's an obvious one. Which, if you're gonna have Shao Kahn, you have Katana. There's that whole link right there. Right. That's true, but, yeah. But I also, if you're going to pick a second one, when do you bring the cyborgs in? When do you bring Cyrax and Sector in? Well, they didn't come around until I the third think, game, think, though, so. Uh, yeah, I think if anything, well, Jax, the third movie. Jax was not in the first game. Yeah, but I, I feel like Jax has become more integral to the, the um, mythology since he's been added. Because, like, they, you know, they, like, yeah, if, if they're... I feel like, if anything, uh, the, the, the cyborgs would have to pop in on three... Because if I am writing this movie, right, I would use the cyborgs to hunt down the remaining um, Earth Realm champions when they yes, try the to cyborgs, reinvade again after the tournament. The so, cyborgs so definitely you, feel like a third, a third movie kind of character. Or a third do you song. introduce them into and then have yeah, yeah, the yeah, cyborg in three? Like, or like the, the fact that they're producing them, like the actual process, or maybe and like the, the post-credit sequence. Three. Sure. So yeah, okay. My my three would be Shao Kahn, Katana, Ermac. Okay, all right, Solid. all right. I got that. Yeah, I would um, say at least two of those are like almost a given. I'd give that. I feel like uh, I don't know. I for me, 
I don't feel I'm going to ha have a great answer to this because like really, um, I, I just, there's so many great characters. I feel like, I don't think anybody not being in it would be a deal breaker necessarily. I mean, are, are you talking in terms of like new character, three new characters or like they, can they be like three returning characters? Either or. I mean, I feel like Sub-Zero and Scorpion are going to have to make a return in two. And in fact, I think you're going to have to have more Scorpion, um, well, even. Yeah, I, was, I, was saying, I think Sub-Zero is a definite because obviously he's the only one yeah. that's been signed as a four-picture deal. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to think of what needs to be there. And obviously Johnny Cage. Um, I, I Really, it's just, you know, as long as you've got, as long as you have characters in the first two games, because I think that, those... Those are always going to be the the strongest, most foundational characters. When you get to like three and beyond, I mean, there are some characters from three I think that have become more um, important to the story and beyond. Smoke. But I, I well, you know what? Okay, I've got one. I've got one that I think should appear. Maybe not necessarily in the second movie, but the third one. I think Quan Chi has to. Yeah, because like, yeah. And, so, so I was going to throw Quan Chi in there. Because I think he's going to be an appearance of in the third movie. Like it's going to lead after the tournament. Maybe he'll be nodded at the end of the movie, right? Full of Thanos bullshit. Um, and it will, it will either be Quan Chi or Chinook, one of those. Two. I was going to say Quan Chi or Chinook, right. yeah, yeah. Um, and I, then like because then the events of you know taking over like the world's merging or whatever you want to do after the tournament. Because how I feel like what if I'm the director, right? I have a feeling is that they're going to. Earthrealm is going to lose the tournament by some technicality bullshit at the end of the movie, of the second movie. And then the third movie is going to be them retaliating against the merging of the world and trying to figure out a loophole with it. So if I'm, if I'm, like, if I'm wondering what I'm thinking, because okay, my go-to, my, my first go-to was Cabal, so I'm glad that he, had a, he was in the first movie. Yeah. But I, I think, if anything, Rain is going to be the go-to in the third movie. That'd be great. I feel like because he has such a because now he has such a big role as an elder god that I think he could actually impact the story. Yeah, they they even they nod at Shinnok a bit in this movie because when Kano takes the amulet from Raiden's temple, that's Shinnok's amulet. Oh yeah, right. I think that uh, another character I don't really care about this character. You know, I know a lot of people do like him. I only say this because of Cabal, but I feel like Striker should probably make an appearance just and Look, just because just because cabal was in it although did cabal die in the in this movie i can't remember yeah well he he got the dragon fatality but they they make a, a point at the end just saying death is not the end and they just they take away sub-zero and take away goro so even though you're quote-unquote dead you you can be brought back to life like it's yeah, not it's the end of the world <laughs> well i think yeah I think, um, oh, she got fatality. What, once you get fatality, there's no coming back. Well, but, so, uh, did, so did Cabal. I mean, Cabal had the, the fire dragon. Well, okay, this is this is what I'm going to say. If they bring back Cabal, I think it would be good to bring back, uh, they to bring in Striker. Again, I'm not, a, I don't really like, I don't care about Striker. I know some people like him. I don't think he's, in, I, yeah, I'm not a Striker fan. I don't find him interesting. But they were, weren't, they were partners, at least in one of the, at least in one of the uh, timelines, right? right? Yes. Um, so I, I feel like they they couldn't unless they changed Stryker's character a little bit be, well, uh, because of the current landscape. Why is that? Because he's a cop. 
And I, I feel like right now there's a lot of Oh, oh, you're right. You're right. I wasn't there's sensitivity that. right now. I, no, I, I, that I, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's a that's a good point. Um yeah, that yeah, never mind. I take back what I said then. Don't don't bring Stryker into the mix. If you make him like a, a special agent or make him more like a military themed one, yeah, you could you yeah. could do that. Okay, yeah, yeah, kind of like Sonya, like special ops. They could easily yeah. do that. I'm, you know, just make him a special ops guy, and you know, but even still, yeah, that's. I think that's a good point. Um, maybe, maybe let's not bring Striker back into and, it. And I know b- before we wrap up, I just want to mention the, the the whole Arcana trope real quickly. I think is the stupidest. Can I can I swear on this podcast? But like, if you drop the f bomb, then we got to put an explicit note. And sometimes I, I won't say that. Okay, I won't say that. Uh, I think the whole Arcana is the dumbest shit I, I could have imagined. I got a real, like, Tinkerbell Peter Pan of, like, if you think really hard and if you try really hard and get really angry, you can get special powers. I'm and like, and not, oh, stupid. It's like, it's like, I like the idea that, you know, I like the idea, obviously, Liu Kang bends fire, I mean, in the games and everything. And they presented it in a cool way in the trailer. Like, I was just, oh, I can't wait to see how their powers come into it and all that stuff like that. And then, yeah, the Arcana thing and like Kano having a laser eye. I don't know. That was, I thought that was stupid. He does in the games, but that's because he has again, hello, he has the implant, the implant, which I'm sorry, that bothered me. Give him the, like, why, why not give him the, the, the eye patch? What's the reasoning behind that? That's, that yeah. is what makes he, he, Kano. He Kano. got his face scratch. You gave him a reason to get the thing. You, you don't. Yeah. You, you you don't have to explain all your mythological BS. You can just have them. Yeah, exactly. So, and that and then of course, then if he had been doing the laser eye thing, I would have been. It still would have been stupid. But hey, you know, Jax for some reason they decided they decided to give him weak arms and then make it his power that his arm his metal uh, implants could beef up. Which so by stupid. the way, Jax has like a bunch of other powers. Like he's got that you know ground shaking. Uh, you know that that ground punching move uh, the ground pound you can shoot lasers out of his fist and stuff yeah which again that's if, kind if of you look but, into I mean, you the, still... if you look into the fatalities he can grow and step on people yes oh uh, is that he a, also that was in th- two three three two three. three three okay yeah he also can rip your skull open and use your tongue as an ashtray that was a dope one and that was x i believe yeah <laughs> i uh yeah like that and you know it's like it, it yeah, the, the the whole Arcana thing made it extremely goofy because it's like, oh, so so Sonia has these three rings that shoots out of her hand, which is which is her power in the game. But at the same time, like even in the game, they kind of establish it's kind of like a wrist gun type thing. Yeah, yeah. So like, you know, and also it's like it's kind of hard to retcon these sort of goofy powers that were in like a 1992 arcade game. So it's like. You know, because obviously in the game, in the game, Kano, he he didn't like he threw knives or he had the cannonball. Like you know, at least make that like as stupid as that would look. Yeah, that would probably Do it. be really stupid. <laughs> Do yeah, it. yeah, make his Arcana like oh, I can turn, I can spin around and launch into somebody. <laughs> but but now we know that Cole Young is the most OP character in the game because he grew a shirt where he can't take damage. That comes with weapons, so yeah. that's cheating. <laughs> oh, He's cheating. So stupid. And God, took, I was so upset. He took down Goro. I, I so, think Goro, Goro looked good. I think, but they did him dirty. I and preferred. I preferred the the 1995 with the the. Model. So, so would, you say, would you say Cole Young has literal plot armor now? Yes. I, I I no. I I think it was shit. How's that? I think it was shit. So no, I I, I imagine Goro will come back in the next movie because they took him away at the end of the movie. You know, saying death another portal. 
So he'll he'll come back, and I, I hope he gets a more prominent role because he'll come back. He he deserves it. He'll come back. Uh, I don't think it, there's I don't think the what's the <laughs> Shiva. He'll come back and meet Shiva, and then they'll 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 duel up and, and kick some ass. So, but yeah, but overall, I, I think the movie was it was fun. It was fun, gory, campy. Yeah. Um, my my brother in law said like, oh, MK fan. Sorry, Sam. My brother in law's name is Sam. Um, he's probably going to listen to this. So, I'm not. I'm going to give you a little bit of grief here. But he said, oh, it should have been. It could have been such an Avengers movie, and MK fans deserve better. First of all. They really couldn't do an Avengers style movie because these characters aren't as universally known as Marvel's characters are. So I feel like you have to you you need to build a connection first before you have your big Avengers. You had to make that that connection first. But also, we deserve a movie better than Annihilation, and that's what we got. We got something fun, gory, campy. Was it great? No. Was it good? Yeah. Like I think, as far as a video game movie is concerned, it is probably still one of the better ones. Yeah, I think for me, I wound up, and this is gonna sound kind of goofy, I guess, but like my expectations were probably a little, um, <clears throat> a little un, a little. Lofty? I'm just gonna, yeah, lofty, lofty is good. They were they were a little too lofty, like, and it didn't disproportionately high. They my expectations were disproportionately high. I should have known what I was getting into, but for some reason I watched that trailer and I was like, oh, I feel like there like there were beats in that trailer that made me feel like this story is gonna be very like really good. They're gonna really do the Mortal Kombat mythology in a in a serious and well done way. And, and you know, I don't know, like I was I was optimistic for that. And then going into it, I was like, eh, I was I was a little disappointed. And, you know. Should I have had those expectations? Not at all. But for some reason, that trailer just like got me really excited. Um, but you know, yeah, the there were was really well done. I'll give it that. Yeah, really yeah. well done. There were really great moments in the movie. Uh, there were really great elements. There was not so great elements. Um, you know, overall, it was you know, it was fine. Um, I that didn't Scorpion like Sub Zero fight at the end was was amazing. That that full on Hellfire Scorpion badass Sub Zero that fight at the end was awesome. And I and you know what I kind of like that you know sure they've got you've got the Mortal Kombat mythology it's very you know I mean it's 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 changed and evolved but like it's it's very solid you can build from that you don't really need to alter it but I do like that they kind of anchored this cinematic mythology around the this blood rivalry between Sub Zero and Scorpion because that has always been such a a such a yeah a prominent feature of the mortal Kombat games so it makes sense to do that approach and i think they did handle that well um despite despite the cole aspect uh, <laughs> um but yeah no i it, you know well, it's pretty if, good if anything, I, oh sorry go ahead no i was gonna say i don't uh i don't like it more than the 1995 movie i think i appreciate the 1995 movie has a t- an actual tournament and uh it's got that fun campy 90s quality to it that you just gotta love yeah i i would take that that uh that og movie uh, over this one i mean it, it's there's both good movies let's say yeah i, I, yeah. I preferred the og movie one more thing that bugged me while i'm thinking of it is that when kano just randomly mentions going to rain's temple like how that's why how, first of all why is that even on your mind 
but they go on a plane oh, yeah. to go to Outworld. How do you – it's a different realm. You can't just jump on a Delta Airways and go to Outworld. Yeah. Raiden's God. Temple, well, in this, well, it. In this, they made it clear that Raiden's Temple was not in Outworld. You know what I mean? But but and, then all the all Shang Tsung's uh, people just show up. So did they portal they over did. somehow? Yeah, yeah but, they did. And 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 also like uh, it's like what? Well, yeah, guns. You know, no big deal. <laughs> well, not, yeah, yeah. It was like it was like okay. So Kano knows about Raiden's Temple. Like of all people, like Kano seems to really be in the know. Yeah, that didn't he make runs sense. Guns to Raiden's Temple? No, you don't. <laughs> yeah, that was that was stupid. But um, oh, there was another thing too. There was a line about that that was actually a good line when they're on the plane, and I I can't remember. Kano says something about that. He's like, he's he's like, uh, do you guys remember that? I don't remember the actual line, but he he made a quip about the kind of plane they were in. Do I remember? don't remember now. I don't remember now either. Yeah, it was a good line. It was you know I don't know. No, like so. If anything, to sum up my feelings for the movie, I went in. I was out of the three of us. I probably went in with the lowest expectations. Right, mm-hmm. and I got a little bit more than I expected. Would I recommend watching it? Sure. If you want some kind of campy, if you're a fan of Mortal Kombat, like or even a, a like a really light fan of Mortal Kombat, and you just want like a kind of campy, fun-ish action movie to watch, go for it. You know, there's better there's better ones, but I think there's enough in there to satisfy even me. You know, who's you know Tekken is better, obviously. Yeah, I, I, it shouldn't it shouldn't be too offensive for any Mortal Kombat fans. I don't think. I mean, sure, you know, there's there's some. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say an unpopular opinion though. I thought um, Sub Zero's spine rip was lame. Hmm. I thought it done was done like it was done okay. Like like yeah, that's enough. But I'm like it could have been done so much more. I don't sure. think I remember that actually. Yeah, that, that was in was... the very. That was in the. Was that in the first fight or the second Sub Zero fight? I don't remember which. At which point he ripped out the spine, but I thought it was dumb. I'm like, yeah, oh, maybe I'm like I that. get. I, I huh? I, I don't remember that now. That may have yeah, been. Maybe maybe that... the trailer. He may have done it in to Hanzo. Yeah, no, that's what I was trying to figure out which Hanzo fight it was in. Oh, it probably would have been the the first one because I don't think they. You don't see Hanzo again until... Does he rip his spine out? I think so. Hold on. Like, I know Scorpion does the, on, does I'm, the, I'm, the fire on, breath. Gonna... Kano? No, okay. So, I, I'll clarify here. What I remember was um, when, like, he slashed Hanzo. It, it kind of, like, alluded to the spine rip, right? And the blood that came out, he, like, froze the blood in midair to use as a blade. Oh, um, that. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yes. I, and, I, yeah, yeah, no, like, I, I, I like just, that. Just on basic research, I had this article, and everyone, and I, I understand actually, they're saying that out of the classic fatality chain, like fatalities, Sub Zero is the only one who kind of got shortchanged in that arena. Well, I thought, you know, they, they did some great, like, that fight, I'm remembering now, felt very much like new Mortal Kombat from the games. Like, you know, the, yeah. the you know, with that ice wall. And then I think, didn't. Sub Zero did like an ice clone at one point too, didn't he? Yes, he did. That was dope. That was awesome. He was in the ring and he did an ice clone. It was great. And then having that ice blade, and then you know, like like the blood, and having it become a spear was awesome. Um, yeah. Oh, here's I I just remembered another issue that I had really quickly is Scorpion 
once he was resurrected, he didn't have the mask and he had a human face. Scorpion does not have a human face when his mask is off. It's but human they address when he's got- that though. They with when when Scorpion does his fatality at the end, he, he starts breathing the fire. You can see the skull around his mouth. So you nose think? Starts so you think in the next in the next movie, like hit his his skull will be like burnt, like his flesh will no, be burnt because off because of the movie. fatality. It, it's the same reason why in Spider-Man three, they kept taking, they, they, Topher Grace kept showing his damn face because you're paying these people to have their face in the movie. So have it in the movie, you know? So oh, I, yeah. I imagine, I imagine he'll have like flashes of, you can see his skull just to show like he's actually dead. I guess. Uh, I just, I always like, this have a skin face on. And it's the skin face and it's, you know, like it's, you know, it's a minor thing, but I always liked that, you know, he had like a human face, but then when he ripped his mask off, it was just a skull. Like I lo- like they did it. You know, they did it in the Mortal Kombat, the 1995 movie, where it had that weird transformation thing happen, where he pulls it yeah. off and like yeah. it just becomes a skull. Like that's cool. I like that. I wanted that. I want Scorpion to have a skull head, kind of like Ghost Rider. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I, we saw a bit of it at, at the end there, and I'm sure we'll see more. Yeah, of it, uh, that was a, pretty. That was movies, pretty so. cool. I was glad. To, yeah, I was glad that like you know, oh, here's the skull part of it, but. But yeah, I'm looking forward to a sequel. I I am on board, and like I said, it, it didn't uh, it didn't blow me away. It didn't you know wow me. But I was like, okay, I'm I'm in. Like I I'm I want to see more of this. So I'm looking forward to Mortal Kombat two. Yeah, yeah, I am too. I am too. I'll, I'll I'll generally watch it. If anything, just to have you on again so we can complain about it. Yeah, that's right. No, I think honestly, I I feel like, but again. My that's how I felt about th- this one going, in. but I feel like the second one is going to be better. Yeah, they 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 tried it with the first one. Now they can up the ante a little bit for two. Yeah, I'm excited for two. Two will be good. All right, we'll see see uh see you boys in two years, three years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> same place, oh same time. God, yeah. oh. <laughs> hopefully, I'll be on. Hopefully, I'll be on the show before then. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's uh, it. We're just going to take a sabbatical until then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the very next episode, three years later, yeah, it's a reboot of the show, and we're back with more Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, God, that was that was such trash. Oh, I hate we've, it. <laughs> we've become the Mortal Kombat movie podcast now, where we only record <laughs> podcasts whenever a Mortal Kombat movie comes out. So you're not going to be hearing yeah. from us as often, but yeah. And we we skipped Annihilation for a reason. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. I love it. All right. Well, Jeff, I'm glad you were finally able to jump on and uh, come and join in on this chaos. And, now get uh, get out of here. <laughs> no, scram. Just the plug. <laughs> oh yeah. Plug, <laughs> plug all the things. <laughs> plug the things. All right. Uh, go ahead and follow me on Twitter at Jeff Roth. J e p h e r o t h. I'm more. Yes, I am more active right now on YouTube. If you search for the Jeff Roth. I've uh, got a bunch of new followers over there, new subscribers over there. A lot of content go- going up every week. Uh, I'm also trying to transition into Facebook gaming. If you go to Jeff Roth on Facebook gaming to check out my live streams, but I am more active on uh, YouTube and Twitter. <laughs> it is weird. It's weird being in a new place. It's trying. I, I, I want to see the other side. You know, I just want to want to enlighten my brain over there. And you're still streaming on Twitch. I I'm thinking about uh, right now. I don't know my streaming future. I'll leave it at that because it, we're, I'm kind of stuck in a rut. Stuck in a rut. <laughs> <laughs> Beat me to it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm more active on, on oh, uh, YouTube curated content. 
I like it. I, yeah, I get it. Um, all right. So if you guys enjoy the show, if you were listening, uh, I hope you guys did. Uh, like, rate, share. You guys know how to do all that stuff at, at this point. Um, you know the drill. On- <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> if you're, I'm if you're familiar with platform, it. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even. I can't even. Don't, um, don't even. If you're on, if you're on a platform that allows you to rate, make sure you give us a rating. Um, if you want to join the community, we have a Discord. You know, you listen to the ad about the Discord. You yeah. listen to Sam pleading enough. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and I and I plead. What? <laughs> you, what do you plead? No, I, I still, I still plead even at the end. I'm just, I'm just Jet. I'm Jeff. Jeff Sprit. No, that was that was not intentional. No, I was that's that was horrible. The, okay, no, <laughs> that was that, not intentional. We're catch I, you I, next I, week. <laughs> we're catching you next week. <laughs> See ya. Oh, God. Play us out. No, I was waiting for Jeff to say bye, too. Okay, bye. Jeff, you want to play us out? Okay, bye. Oh, I did it. Yeah.